Public Radio's LossesTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. I'm so proud of you. joined by man. Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you, boys, girls, listenership, uh, blockheads, millions around the world. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying to Greeno in the pre-show, um, you know, I was actually gas bagging about a work situation for for about twenty five minutes uh, before <coughs> we started the show. Just catching up. It's been a few weeks since we talked. I think yeah. you know, a couple of weeks. Um, you know, I was just filling him in on some of the work stuff and I look at the clock and it's like, oh shit, it's already 9pm local. And it's like, oh shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to wrap this up because it's footy, fi- footy finals are on Greener. And I'm, I'm wondering why we're we even doing a show in September. We should actually have every September off because how crazy is this? We watch footy all year to get to the finals. And now mm-hmm. here we are on Friday night when the finals are on doing a show instead. It's like, this yep. is crazy. So, um, well, yeah, to, to be fair, the uh, I think we've used up all our weeks off really already for the year. Really, we're, we're out of sick days, and after all the shows we've missed this year, so yeah. um, quick little story time. Yeah. I like stories about pinatas since we're talking about sick days, and you and I have both been very sick recently. I'm still very sick. I got another story about that too. Um, fuck the rundown tonight. It's just going to be stories about the, how sick we've been. I think there's mm-hmm. basically we should have called this show. We've been sick. Here's why. Um, Which has probably been about seven different shows already this year. I think. Yeah, a lot of them. Um, a quick little story time. When I first moved out of home, uh, you'll remember Greeno. I mm-hmm. I took up residence with my old guitar teacher who was in a band at the time, and I was mm-hmm. obviously playing in a band with you. So it was a very musical house, and we yep. were both teenagers. But he's he's he was three years older than us, I think, maybe. Uh, two or three, yeah. Two or three, yeah. An older guy. So uh, I was an apprentice butcher at the time, so I was making fuck all money. I was making about mm-hmm. two hundred and fifty bucks a week, and um, so we took up residence in this old kind of fibro place that had literally asbestos in the shed. Do you remember the asbestos fucking yep. shed that was in the backyard? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. And it was more or less across the road from what we would call here an RSL club, which is Returned Servicemen's League club. The Raza. The Raza, the Rissole, whatever you want to, whatever nickname you've got for it out here in the west of Sydney. Uh, so we we basically lived across the road from a Rissole, a Rissa, a Rissa, yeah. an RSL, an Ari. And mm-hmm. the Aries are known for, you know, cheap piss greener. Back then you could get a schooner for two bucks, I think you could. Yeah. Um, how old do we sound now? Get a schooner well, for two also, bucks. We, uh, also, we also had someone that you knew behind the bar, which was helpful. That's right. So every now and then you'd get, you, you know, you used to pay money. You'd, you'd give him like a $20 note and he'd yep. give you the exact uh, same amount back in change. <laughs> you know, like yep. he'd give you 20 bucks in change. There, there you go, mate. You know, trying to keep it. Uh, actually, a little side story to that. I like stories about pinatas. My wife's best friend, she's still best friends with her, uh, she wasn't aware of this situation, so we're all lining up to get a drink one night. It was like a Friday night or a Saturday night. We're getting cheap cheap drinks. And she goes up, she gives the guy a $20 note, and he gives her back the $20, $20 in change, in loose change, mm-hmm. and she stands there in front of everyone, counts it, and goes, hang on, you gave me too much. <laughs> We're all going, shut up, you fucking idiot. Shut the fuck up. He's doing us a favor. No, no, look. She's going, look, look, you gave me 20 bucks back. I gave you a 20. 
was like, oh god, what are you doing? You're gonna fuck up this whole show for us, man. And the other one was the um the triple shots where you'd get charged for a single. That's right. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I gotta ring it up because I'm putting like beers. Who cares? It was two bucks. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um. So those ones we get those freebies, not too bad. But when you drink like twelve of them, you know, it adds up. Yeah. But the spirits, the guys like, look, I can't be handing over free spirits. But what we'll do is, yeah. we'll give you, you order, like inverted commas, a single. Mm. I'll always give you a triple. That's right. And you know. Basically, getting two free drinks there. Yeah, good fella, good guy. I used to. He, yeah. I knew him from the swimming club, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years and years ago, when I was a swimmer in my teenage years. So, anyway, so we move in there, and obviously, we're doing the things that you know young teenage men do, and that's you know mm-hmm. going over there and blowing your head off every couple of days. And yeah. uh, so I go. I, I call in sick to work one day, and I get my pay packet the next week, and there's a day missing from my pay packet. And so, you know, I go to HR and I do the, I go to payroll and I'm like, yeah, I just want to question why is there a day missing from my pay packet? And they said, you've actually used up all of your sick leave in the last three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) So in the first, the first three weeks that I moved into this house, I had nine days off sick because I was yep. just going to the fucking bar across the road. Uh, the bar every week. Thank God. What are you going to do? Hey? So, yeah, we, makes a good story. we've used up all of our sick days, though, obviously, clearly here. Yeah, on, yeah well, sick I like days. stories yeah, about pinatas. We've reached out uh, to the HR department. Yeah, they've, they've made it very clear that... Uh, no more time definitely, off. Yeah. Definitely in the minuses. Don Camaro's uh, like, oh, look, I paid for 40 commercials, you know, so you need to do it at least 40 weeks. Yeah. yeah, we had to refund uh, a little bit of cash uh, last week with Don Camaro. Did we? Where'd, where'd we find that cash? <laughs> uh, it, it, is, it is a post-dated check, so yeah. we'll, we'll wait for Don to get in touch. Yeah. Checks in the mail, bro. Trust me. It's yeah, it's there, man. Trust me. Here's, yeah. the, uh, here's the picture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's the reason. And I did like the irony of naming this one Footy Finals Fever, mm. where we're doing the show instead of watching Footy Finals. That's how, that's how yeah. big the fever is. Because the NRL Finals are on tonight as well, aren't they? Yeah, Broncos up 14-0 as you speak. Are they really? I didn't expect yeah. them to um, beat the Storm because, you know, I'm a Broncos supporter and they've, the Storm have always beaten the Broncos. they so. lost uh, 14 straight games against the Storm up until tonight. That's right. Yeah, the Broncos came in as, uh, as favourites somehow. Really? That's bizarre. Yeah, yeah that's wild. Yeah, not too sure why. Well, I suppose they finished high on the ladder, but... Uh, the game's yeah, not over. So. If oh, there it's is, pretty much over. If I think the, they're about to score again here, so. Okay. Well, if there is a chance to break the hoodoo, you want to do it in September, I guess. Do it in September, yeah. Like, fucking, they can win as many uh, regular season games as you want. doesn't matter. Yeah. I think the last go, time I watched. The, oh, beautiful. The last time I watched the Broncos beat the Storm was in, I think it was the 2005 Grand Final. It was literally at the RSL. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. I watched that. I watched that at my then girlfriend, now wife's house. Uh, oh, maybe I'm thinking of the one before that then. Yeah. I remember watching a Storm v. Melbourne game at the RSL on a Storm Saturday v. evening. Melbourne, yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, Broncos v. Melbourne. Yeah, it was a while ago. It's been a while between yeah. drinks. But anyway, good yeah. on. Hopefully they get up. Yeah, yeah they go. Is Penrith going to win it again, though, the NRL? Uh, uh, they're missing their 5-8. So he's out injured. So that's, that's a big loss. Um, they don't have as much depth as they have in previous years. So when you win, when you win a premiership, all your players get picked off, don't they? Well, they've, the they've won... Two in a row, going for a third. Now we're in the grand final the year before that. So, yeah. like, it's it's been, yeah, chipping away at their depth year after year. Yeah. But they've actually got, like, you know what Penrith's like. It's a big footy town. It's yeah. their farm system. Like, their juniors is just oh, rank with been, talent. Yeah. So what happened historically is, you know, 
instead of Penrith keeping their local juniors, they get picked off early. Whereas now they're keeping their local juniors and kicking them. And then people are taking their like first graders yes. uh, after they've missed their prime. So yeah. the Bulldogs have got like six Penrith players, but they're all the shit ones. <laughs> the shit ones. <laughs> they've got the shit ones. they got the shit ones. That's why they, yeah. Did they get spoon? I didn't get the spoon this year, but they, they came very close to the spoon. Well, the doggies year. need to get Des Hasler back again, I think. Yeah, you reckon Des back? Oh, he's, uh, he's in the Gold Coast now. Is he really? He's moved, moved off the Gold Coast for next year, I believe. Okay. So what What about Nathan Brown, Greeno? What about the Mick Potters, Greeno? The Mick Potters. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, the, yeah. the lack of Mick Potters is, is the issue. What is uh, Mick Nathan doing Brown. these days? Is he back in England? Or? Uh, no, he's still, I think he's still in the NRL somewhere. He's like an assistant coach. Yeah. Ironically, he, he got a chance to, to be a fill-in coach for some team last year, year before. Ah. Oh, no, it was the Bulldogs. That's who it was. Oh. And when he was in charge, they actually did all right. And then they went and hired a fucking Penrith assistant coach. Ah, okay. So I'm like, well, I don't know. That's like, why you wouldn't just keep Mick Potter? That's no, no good. I'm Mick watching, uh, obviously, I'm an AFL fan, so I'm watching the AFL. Uh, Collingwood got it done last night against Melbourne, Greeno. Uh, mm-hmm. I think some people were surprised by that, too. Because um, Melbourne's been, you know, so strong. Didn't, didn't Collingwood finish top of the ladder? They did, but they... But they did, but they, they haven't had, like, they haven't had really good form coming in. But I think a lot of people were kind of bamboozled by the fact that Collingwood were in this situation where they'd already qualified for the finals like a month before the end of the season. Yeah, they were cruising in. So they didn't care. Yeah, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. They they were like three games ahead of everyone else, um, yeah. you know, and then they kind of put their cue in the rack and just, they lost a few games and everyone was like, oh, the wheels are coming off. And it's like, really? <laughs> Hang on, maybe they're you know maybe they're leaving stuff in the tank now for the finals. So yeah, they got the job done. Only just against Melbourne last night. Melbourne probably dominated the game, but yep. uh, Collingwood ended up coming away with it because they started so strong. And now Carlton uh, kind of whipping the Swans a little bit. Forty-seven uh, eighteen at half time. Eighteen at half time. Forty-seven to eighteen. No, it's not. It's it's cold, but I don't think it's wet. So hey, wait, like, no, 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 no. You, you're obviously watching the right game. That sounds like an AFLW score. How <laughs> do the Swans score eighteen? Um, well, I don't know. They, you know, they've well, they've kicked six behinds, but they've only had two goals. So it's seven five plays two six. Well, there's a problem, isn't it? Um, they've, they've had the had the exact same amount of shots. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, no, 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 no. They haven't. No. So Carlton's had thirteen shots, and Sydney have had eight. So it's 7-5 oh, seven seven uh, yeah, yeah. to 2-6. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Carlton's obviously just just doing a good job at keeping them at bay. You know, it looked yeah. from the bit that I've watched, it looked like it was mostly played in Carlton's forward half. So yeah, uh, Sydney haven't been – it doesn't look like Sydney have been able to kind of break out of their own defensive 50 at all. This is, bottom, this is bottom four, isn't it? Like bottom, like bottom yeah, half so of the Yeah, so this is, this is fifth plays eight. Yeah, lose your out. Yeah, exactly. And our yeah. the Giants game is tomorrow tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow. two yeah, yeah, yeah. two fifty, three o'clock, something like that. And we're playing St Kilda at the G. So that'll one, that'll, uh, that'll be a dower. That'll be a dower affair. That's basically like the two best defenses in the league against each other, the Giants and the and the Saints. So eighteen points might have a lead at halftime. <laughs> it won't be far off it, to be honest. Yeah. It, it'll be pretty fucking brutal. So Hey, but we like that. The Giants like that kind of a game, you know, just smash them, just bash and crash and, uh, you know, whoever's toughest wins at the end of the day, they, they can play that way. They don't mind. So, yeah, so we'll see what happens. But, yeah, this is why we need to have September off, I think, from moving forward. That's it now. That's it. Well, it sounds year. like you're not missing much of the game, to be fair. So all the more reason to, you know, 
jump in and talk talk about what's happening. All right. Well, what the fuck's happening? Uh, I've got a little story time for you, Grant. I like stories yeah. about pinatas. Before we get into too much, as you you know correctly mentioned, the irony of tonight's show. Uh, yeah, I've been sick a lot lately over the last year, and I put it down to I blame. I put I lay the blame at my daughter's feet, the little Your baby booger bumper baby. Because, no doubt in my mind. No, that's right. Because, you know, as we've uh, explained on the show previously, I used to do a job where I was, you know, dealing in literal garbage for 12 hours a day. And I did this yeah. for years and years and years. And I never got sick. I was fine. Yeah. Uh, and for the last year, now I'm working in this nice, clean office environment. All of a sudden, I'm fucking sick as a dog all the time. I'm like a leper, Greeno. They need to ship me Where off to a random island. Yeah. Humans filthier than garbage. Yeah, because, yes, that's right. Little people are dirtier than garbage, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's it's amazing that we spend so much time worrying about the cleanliness of the child. You know, oh, wash their hands, wash their mouth, give yep. them a bath. It's like, why bother? Let them roll around in toxic waste. The toxic waste will turn into rose, uh, roses, yep. Greeno. It'll turn into a beautiful flower bed. The kid is more toxic than the toxic waste most of the time. Yep. So, you know, I've just had infection after flu, after cold, after fucking even got conjunctivitis. I haven't had conjunctivitis since I was seven years old, Greener. It was only kids catching conjunctivitis. That's or it. people that are around kids. That one reared its ugly head again recently. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? Where did this come from? She didn't even have it. But I'm, I'm sure as shit I got it from her somehow. Yep. Her you immune system is already it. tougher than mine, I think. That's, uh, yeah, yeah. Have you had the hand uh, there was talk of that maybe a few months ago. I don't yeah. think I had it, but someone... That's a fun one. That's something that apparently human, like humans, adults can't catch yeah. or not meant to catch. Yeah. But what happens is when you're taking care of a little one that has hand, foot, and mouth... You get it. ...that you, you are so exhausted because they can't sleep, they can't swallow. You are that exhausted that your immune system gets that weak that suddenly adults can catch hand, foot, and mouth again. Mm. I, I had it and I'm like... The doctor says, like, it's fine, like, when we took uh, my little one to, like, got that diagnosed. Mm. And I'm like, oh, am I, like, going to catch this? Like, no, 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 adults don't catch this. It's fine. You'll be right. And, like, two weeks later, I'm like, why there can't I go. swallow? Why can't I breathe? What the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Turns out, hand, foot, and mouth. Yeah. Um, I just got to a bloke at work recently, and we're talking to similar conversation what we're having now. And exact same thing happened to him. He's like, fucking hand, foot, and mouth. I'm like, excellent. I'm not the only adult that caught this fucking thing. Uh, I felt a little bit better. Yeah, it doesn't get any better, I'm afraid. It really yeah. doesn't. So on, I can, I can tell you this quick little story. On the 28th of August, Greeno, I woke up yeah. deaf in one ear. Remember yeah, that was the last time we did a show. That's right. And, uh, you know, well, I don't think... You should probably get that looked at. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think I mentioned it on the show, but I definitely mentioned after the show. And Greeno knows... Pre-show. Pre-show. And Greeno knows I'm the kind of guy, you know, obvious, stereotypical Aussie Western suburbs kind of guy, I guess. Uh, you don't go to the doctor unless you're fucking coughing up blood, dead. basically. Yeah, you, know. dead. you just don't do it because I can't be bothered, you know. The only reason to go to a doctor is to then pronounce you dead. That's, yeah, you, you don't even go. Someone takes you. Takes you, <laughs> Takes yeah. your corpse to the doctor. So my feeling is, I always say this to like people, uh, yeah. people at work, and they're like, oh, you need to go get a medical certificate. I'm like, well, uh, if I'm ill enough, yeah. I physically shouldn't be able to go to the doctor. That's right. Otherwise, I could have been at work. That's it. Like, let's fucking... Why are you asking me for a certificate here? Yeah. You want me to get out of my sick bed? I'm that ill. I can't come into the office. But hey, let's go fucking go see someone about yeah. being as sick as I'm about. There's not. There's no logic to that. So I'm similar with you. Uh, unless I physically get dragged there, I ain't going to the doctor. That's it. And so I'm telling Greeno about this story, and it's like, well, you know, 
I'm waking up with my eyes caked full of shit. I've got conjunctivitis. I've probably done it's probably from a fucking dirty nappy or something ridiculous mm-hmm. like that. And now I've woken up and I'm fucking deaf in one ear. And he and Greno's like, he's laughing. He's like, you know what though? You probably should get that checked out. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the ones where I'm like, yeah, that seems like a doctor issue. That one. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> that one you can't run it off. I'm like, yeah, it'll be all right. But then it plays on my mind for a couple of days, and I'm like, okay, it's not getting any better. I'm still deaf in one ear. It's kind of inconvenient, you know. It's a bit annoying, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, hearing hearing's not one of those things that's overrated. No, that's right. Really yeah. like. And look, I, look, being a you know when I was in a in a past life, being a you know a musician, uh, I've always thought that I'd probably rather if you you know that question, would you rather be deaf or blind? Yeah. I've always thought, and I'm usually the only one who says it. I'd probably rather be blind than deaf, because I would hate to think that I can't hear music anymore. Because it's, yeah. it's such a big part of my life. And I think that would, you know, it would drive me crazy to live in silence. You know, I could probably live in darkness more readily. Neither would be good, obviously. But yeah. uh, I could probably adjust to living in darkness more than I could adjust to living in silence, I think. I'm with you on that, I think. Because, yeah. like, even today, yeah. like, in like in everyday life, yeah. I'm more likely to be listening to something, yes. whether it be a podcast, whether it be music, exactly. whether it be a ball game, yep. than I am to sit there and watch anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Now, if you're blind, someone has to drive me around everywhere and I can listen to whatever I want, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so someone has to lead me around. I can be drunk at a bar and they'll go, yeah, he's blind. And it's like, no shit. So there's a joke as well. I can get yeah. gags in as well. But if I'm deaf, I can't hear what's going on. You're a, you're a dog lover, so you get yourself a, a, your own CNI dog as well. That's it. You know, if I, I love dogs. If I'm deaf, though, I can't make any gags. I can't, you know, have any witty retorts to anything that's set around me. And I'll, yeah. I'll invent, eventually show it on like this, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that would be awful, I think. I can see mm. everything, but who wants to see the current world? It's awful out there. Terrible, what's yeah. there to look at, Greeno? There's nothing good to look at out there. Yeah, yeah. that's it. So imagine not being able to hear your favorite music ever again. How heartbreaking that would fucking be, you know? And then it's like, well, imagine not not being able to see Mount Druitt shops. And it's like, well, I can do without that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, can, we can do with that. I can hear someone trying to roll me like, in it. advance. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, no one's going to rob a blind guy. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm all right. So... I'm deaf in one ear now, and I'm like, all right, well, I'll go to the doctor and see what's going on. And I go to the doctor, and she's lovely. Now, I, there's a local kind of doctor's surgery. I haven't found a doctor that I've, like, a family doctor kind of doctor for a long time now. And it's also impersonal now, and it's like, I keep, I'm still looking for one. It's like I'm dating doctors, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you also, you also keep in mind, you need to find one for the booga bubba bubba baby. That's right, I do, um, I do. But we're also planning to move... Early. But we're also planning to move down the coast in a few years. And it's like, so do I want to hook her up with a doctor now? Or do yeah. I want her to just date doctors for a couple of yeah, years? She's going to be sick, as you already demonstrated, sick a lot in the next year, two years. So yeah. you probably will lock one in. We found one of our old places. But I can't commit, Greeno. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, but still, you, you got to lock something in for a nice little short-term two-year relationship. Um, you know, just a to little get, fling. Get put out yeah. of the country. Like, we'll be there two years and then we're going to go our separate ways. How does that sound? Yeah. And the doctor will be in for it. They'll be fine. Oh, of course, we we keep swiping that Medicare card. They'll do whatever, yeah. you know. It's fine. They won't give a fuck. 
So, yeah, I haven't been able to find like a kind of family, family, proper family doctor. So I go down and I see a new one and it's another youngish one. And she's lovely. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. She's nice. But I have, as someone who has, you know, in the last year probably seen a doctor more than I've seen them in the last 10 years, mm-hmm. um, you know, I have made this observation that I don't think I like young doctors, Karina. Nice. Really? I, uh, I, I thought the same thing until we had to start taking the, the kid to the doctors, right? Mm. And hear me out. Here was my rationale. Because what I know is the local uh, medical, medical practice we found our old joint was two old doctors and they'd bring two kind of like fresh out of university yeah. trainee doctors as well. And you'd kind of get with either one and it was fine now i like the young doctors because they hadn't been destroyed by the medical world yet they still had optimism they still had some bedside manner they still tried my theory was they probably had fresh knowledge as well not an old doctor i don't need to go to that seminar i know everything about medicine we're all sweet but no experience like leeches Mm. so but the the counter-argument is yes the experience but my theory, it's it's a it's an interesting dynamic. I, I didn't mind the young doctors, but when it when she got serious, I'm like, hey, you just want to go double check that? Well, go, go speak to the old. Let me give you an example of why I don't like young doctors, Greener, because I think they're more they're more of a hypochondriac than my own mother is. Okay. Okay. Now, I went to the doctor and I explained my situation. I'm like, yeah, okay, look, this is this is what I'm dealing with, you know, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, so you know, what do you think? She's like, all right, first off, we need to book you in for a whole series of scans. And I'm like, no, no, no. See, now, come on. Now, now. Dick. Okay. Here's what we do. No. We look in my ear. Yeah. You go, yep, yeah. I, I can either work it out or I can't, and we move on. Now, give me the leech guy, okay? Yeah. <laughs> because it took me, it, it took an, enough effort for me to come here in the first place. And now yeah. what you're doing is expecting me to go to half a dozen other places, okay? Yeah. We don't even know if that's necessary or not. And she's like, no, 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 it's very, we treat these things very seriously. I want you to go get scans. I want you to do this. I want you to have a hearing test. I'm like, (coughs) pardon me. I'm like, "Ah, okay. All right. Give me the fucking, give me the fucking referral then. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So she goes, okay, I'm going to book you in for a hearing thing at this place in Blacktown. I'm like, okay, you know what? Blacktown's too far. Is there anywhere that's closer? She's like, okay, well, there, there is a place that, you know, does it closer. I'm like, good. Book me. In. Why didn't you send me there then? She said, "Well, I haven't, I haven't done any referrals there yet." And I'm like, well, "Why not?" She goes, "Because I don't know if they bulk bill." And I'm like, "You know what? I'll pay the fucking fee. I'm not going yeah. to this other place. I'm not driving halfway across the city." That's it. You're not going to get a blackout. That's it. You you haven't Everyone figured out yet. You haven't figured out yeah. yet that my own health is below my own financial health on the totem pole yeah. of priorities here in my life mm-hmm. right now with the baby booger bumper baby. Okay, yeah. money's tight, Greeno. Mortgages are up. Yep. Got to, we've all got to tighten our belts. So, you exactly. know what? If I have to go way, deaf in one yeah. ear to save a few bob, that's what I'm going to fucking do. Okay. What are going to do? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, doesn't matter. I'm going to go to this other local place. I go there, and it turns out I have like severe hearing loss in my right ear. And okay. now this place says to me, okay, so based on these results, what we're going to do is we're going to book you in to see our clinician. I'm like, here it fucking here we go. Here it goes. Oh, wait, so here, so not an infection, like actual hearing loss, deafness. Deafness in one ear. That's the diagnosis. Like, hey, yeah, that, that's gone. They ain't coming back. But I knew I knew I was deaf in that ear. That's why I went in the first place. You didn't. Have, I didn't yeah. have to go for a test for that. 
I told yeah. you. I told this is why I showed up here in the first. I know. So you're not telling me anything new. You're like they're like you've got significant hearing loss in your right ear. I'm like, yes, I know. That's why I'm here. Yeah, and I'm only here because the doctor told me to fucking come here in the first place. You know what I mean? I went to the doctor to fix it. Now, the outcome of this story is uh, they've told me I've got no hearing and there is no treatment. That's just pissing away money. <laughs> it's almost you'd almost want that to be the end of the story to justify all the fucking stuff that you're doing. You know? Yeah. So I went to the doctor because I got hearing loss. I don't know, maybe she didn't believe me or something. You know, it's like, oh, I'll go and get a hearing test. And it's like, well, hang on, yeah, I know maybe. that I've got hearing loss. You don't, yeah. you know, I don't have to have a hearing test. I know. And it's like, no, no, you got to have a hearing like, test. There's this lady at my local uh, shopping center, and it's like old people uh, hearing tests. But she stands out the front and, like, tries to get people in. Mm. And my, my argument is always, if they can hear you. <laughs> they will come. <laughs> there's no need for them to go in yeah. if the people, the people that walk past you you probably need to go get yeah. um, maybe you need a megaphone too if you stand out the front there yeah possibly scoot but, people yeah. up who can't yeah. hear you you know <laughs> so you know alright I go and get the hearing test yeah you've got hearing loss yeah I fucking no thanks for the revelation I go back to the doctor and I say look here's the results that you, here's the test that you wanted me to get now do you believe me and she's like oh okay you, you do have hearing loss I'm like I know that's why I came here in the first place She's yeah. like, okay, what I need to do now is I need to book you in for an exam at Westmead Hospital. I'm like, okay, now look. Nice, Gary. <laughs> now, why didn't you do that to begin with? Okay. Yeah. I told you I had hearing loss. You've made me, you, what you've basically done here is under the guise of treatment, you've made me go out and prove the diagnosis that I know that I already had that you should have fucking known because you're the fucking the doctor. Diagnosis. This is diagnosis. You haven't got a diagnosis yet. You've got no. a symptom. I've got a symptom. So, that's right. So I've told you about yeah. the symptom. You've gone off and made me prove the symptom, which you should have been able to prove because you're a fucking yeah. doctor, okay? Yeah. Now, I want you to go off to fucking Westmead Hospital and have this fucking hearing, uh, you know, a hearing examination. I was like, mm -hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, fine. Now, she, she books it in for me, and it's like, all right, great, fantastic. So I go – now I'm at a specialist. Now, this specialist definitely doesn't bulk bill, Greener. There's no bulk billing with the specialist. I, I kind of realize that, and my bank balance has learned that over the last six months. Oh, yeah. No, no, you pay through. No, 300 bucks just to walk in the room, Greener. Yeah. 300 bucks. I will say this, though, because it was a private hospital, very clean and quiet in there. Yeah. Very clean, very quiet. They had a little mm -hmm. cafe in there, you know, that nobody yeah. was bothering with. Yeah. yeah, no crackheads in the waiting room. That's exactly That's right. Just, That's exactly what yeah. I said to the lady books. I said, you know what? I, I appreciate the fact that I didn't have to sit there in the emergency room with people scratching themselves, sniffing a lot. You know, yeah. that's usually what happens at hospitals around where we grew up, you know? Mm -hmm. So I didn't have to put up with any of that. I kind of strolled right in. Uh, I walk in there and <laughs> it's, it's sometimes the universe just is plays tricks with you. The woman working behind the counter speaks so softly, I couldn't hear a fucking word she was saying. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't Where believe it. I was like, this, is, this like, has to be a show. Was she speaking softly or was this part of your symptoms? She was genuinely speaking softly. Yeah. She's like, hello, hello. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me here? No, that, I reckon that lady's there as a decoy, right? She, once again, she's trying to weed out the fakers. Weed out the <laughs> fakers? Like, We're not wasting our time here. Why would if anyone fake it for 300 bucks? What are they getting out of that? I, 
a three hundred dollar gag. Grudo. It would work as conversation thing. I don't know. Oh, mate. So she speaks so quietly, and they've, they're they're one of these dumb fucking places that still has that COVID screen up. So I can't even lean in to hear her. Yeah, I'd yeah, have to yeah. headbutt this fucking this perfect screen. I can't hear a fucking word she say. Turns out that my doctor, the one who was so terrified about my hearing loss, didn't even send the fucking referral to them in the first place. She That's hands a me a card and says, can you go and call them and have yeah. them email us the referral? I'm like, I'm fucking here for this, you know? Yeah. I, I drove all the way out of here for this fucking... I did my rant about the referrals on the show previously, didn't I? Yeah, I, maybe. Our referrals are a scam, right? Okay. Why do we need a referral? You are seeing that doctor. You you handed over your three hundred dollars. Why do you need to see a different doctor to say go see this other doctor? What yes. are we doing here? Yeah. Why you can't I just call up and book? Like if I want to spend yeah. the three hundred, why can't I do that? Why can't I just call them up? It's no different. No, like special access. Yeah. Why does that piece of paper tell that doctor that they that you can't tell them when you walk in? Hey man, can't hear. That's yeah. what that piece of paper says. It's a waste of fucking time. Well, it's actually funny you say that because the first thing I ended up having to call my doctor. Get them to fucking email the, the you know the the um the referral over, and I swear to God, Green, it's it's so funny you say that. I swear to God. Yeah. Okay, so they now have the referral. The woman with the soft voice prints it out for him, so he can mm-hmm. read it. The first thing he does when we sit down in his office, he reads it and he looks at me and he goes, "So tell me in your own words what hap- what's wrong." Yeah, I'm like, well, what's the fucking point? Of, what's the point of the referral then? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. It's like, like you just read it. You just read it right there yeah, in front of you. Well, just goes along with like, yeah. you know, you can have your conspiracy theories about uh, a thousand different things in this world. There's there's nothing that a referral is needed no. in any way, shape, or form. I you couldn't just do yourself. I think it's like I, special access. It's like a special gold. I got a golden ticket. I got a referral. Uh, you know. Yeah, uh, the one that pisses me off the most is the referral where the specialist has asked you to come back. Yes. So I've got I've got this situation. So my eye specialist, they're like, come back in 12 months for a checkup. I'm like, sweet. All right, I'll see you in 12 months. Like, yeah, I'll just put that shit in. in. I'm like, oh, cool. And they're like, yeah, you'll just have to make sure you get a new referral. I'm like, no, no, you told me to come back. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but you got to get a new referral from, Why? like, your GP. Why like, do I? But the GP didn't tell me to come. You told me to come. That's right. You go to a GP, and the GP's going to say, That's what do you want? I'm like, well, I need to refer to this doctor. Why do you need to go to the doctor? Well, the doctor told me to come back to the doctor. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you the fucking story as well now. You don't need to know the story. There's no need. Yeah. There's absolutely no need. I just, you told me to come back. Um, so I'm going to challenge this. I'm going to rock up next yeah. February. Yeah. With no referral. I'm here because you told me to be here. And I'm like, I don't need it. And like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, your note said, come back in 12 months for a checkup. There's your referral. There's nothing that a GP has that is going to provide any new information. Because I haven't seen them for anything other than, hey, this doctor told me to get another referral sheet. You're asking me for a referral. You referred me. You, you, the referral is you asking me to be here. That's the referral. Yeah. There is no, no there's no need for yeah. other another fucking referral. Can the, can your own doctor write a referral for themselves? Because that's the situation, <laughs> right? Yeah. Who referred me? You referred me because you told me to come back in twelve months. You're right. It's um, a complete sorry. scam. No, no, it's a, you're right. No, no, it's a it's a worthwhile sidetrack. It's a complete fucking right. scam. And I, I guess this is the specialist way of giving some fucking money back to the original doctor. Like this is the way. Yeah. This is how they slice a little bit off the top, Greener. Because yeah. if you to get a referral, you need to swipe your Medicare card again. 
So that means yeah. the GP gets their little fee again. Well, my, my GP doesn't bog bill, so I have to fork out fucking cash. Well, there you go. go. Nice, Gary. Nice, Gary. So you're now going back to the GP for the sole purpose of getting permission to go back to the specialist who told you to it's come back to the specialist. Back. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, you know, it's, and, and you, they've got to share the love, right? The GP refers you to the specialist. The specialist makes you go back to the GP to get another referral, and it never fucking yeah. ends. Everybody yeah. gets paid this way, Greeno, okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know, he sits me down, and he's like, all right, so tell me in your own words. And I'm like, well, okay, I appreciate the opportunity to speak, so thank you. Uh, you know, and I explained the situation. I'm like, I woke up. Oh, here, I'm Yeah, I can't. What's going on? I woke up deaf, you know. And he's like, so how's your health generally? And I'm like, oh, you know what? Not Probably not too bad, but I have been sick a lot. Well, no, I, ha- I said, I, no, no, but I said, I have been sick a lot, like in the last kind of six months. Yeah. And he's like, right. And I said, because, you know, our little one, she, you know, she's mixing in daycare and it's just been a, a circle of death, basically. Yeah. And um, he's like, right. And I'm like, yeah, so, you know, I've had fucking, you know, cold, flu, sore throat, conjunctivitis, just fucking constantly for the last six months. I even said to him, I used to be a garbage man. I've never been this sick in my entire life. And he's like, what do you do mm-hmm. now? And I'm like, I work in an office, ironically. And he's like, right. And he goes, okay. So he sits me down and he does this thing where he hits this kind of little metal bar, you know, like a, I forget what you call it, actually. You know, pian- pianist, piano tuners use it to tune piano. Like, ding, okay. ding, creates yeah. that perfect note. And he holds it up to my ear and I'm like, yep. So that's the ear that I'm deaf in. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And he holds it up to my other ear and I'm like, yep, I can hear out of that one. And then he goes, okay. So he does it again and then he kind of holds it up to my head and puts his hand behind my deaf ear and he's like, is it louder now? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, good. And then he does it again and he kind of does this weird thing where he holds it to one side of my head and then puts, you know, puts it behind my ear, not next to my ear, but behind my ear. And he's like, so is it louder or quieter? And I'm like, louder. He's like, okay. He goes, all right, come into this other room and sit down on this chair. I'm like, okay. So I walk into this other room and he he's doing something. He's preparing something that he's going to shove up my nose. And I'm like, yeah. so, uh, so I said, so I'm amazed. How How is it possible that, you know, I could hear better in my right ear just now when I've been deaf in it for the last two weeks? And he, he, he says some big word. He could have been making it up. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like half the time these specialists are like mechanics and then like, you know, <laughs> they're like, well, yeah. Obviously, a flux capacitor has a discombobulation within the, uh, you know, the metric system there, and we're going to have to replace yeah. that. And it's like, oh, most people go, oh, well, that sounds good. That sounds, you know, like a problem. So he says something about my tube somewhere or something. He's like, yeah, that indicates such and such. I'm like, okay, well, d- don't use big words, man, okay? You know, like, clearly I've been referred here. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> so I don't think my doctor who referred me here wouldn't even know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So. But he, I'm sure he made a very good case. And I'm like, well, okay, that's yeah. great. I'm sure everything he said was above board. And he sprays this shit in my nose. Right? And then he shoves this fucking thing up on my nose. And he goes, say cat. And I'm like, cat? And he goes, yep, okay, good. And he pulls it out. And he's like, all right, you're going to be fine in about six weeks. And I'm like, right. And I said, but I'm deaf in this ear. And he goes, yeah, so actually what's happening is this is a present from your daughter. <laughs> I'm like, okay. He said, this is a present from your daughter and you have many more to come. Basically what it is, is it's some kind of infection that I've got. Sinus type thing? Sinus or cold or whatever. And there's, yeah, a, yeah. there's what's happening is there's a fluid buildup behind my eardrum 
that's closing my ear off. That's, you know, making it seem like I'm deaf. And I'm like, well, that's a great relief. He stuck this thing in my ear and he goes, can you just pop your ear for me? And I'm like, all right. And I do it. And he goes, yeah, I can see the fluid there. And I'm like, okay. Greeno, I was in there for nine minutes. Seriously, think you're in the first place. Nine minutes, and so I'm driving home, and I'm like, so now I'm I'm conflicted because once one, I'm entirely relieved that I'm not going deaf. Yeah. Because my hypochondriac young doctor who wanted to send me for half a dozen fucking scans and tests believed that I was going to. I'm saying to this specialist, look, I used to play in a rock band, and you know we didn't yeah. wear earplugs or anything back then. You know, is that a problem? And he's just kind of he's like, no, nah, maybe. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> He's played it cool, you know? And I'm like, you know, I, I said, oh, look, I, you know, the other day when I was in a shower, I kind of heard the acoustics change in a room and I was really positive. I felt like my ear was popping, but now it's kind of bad again. I said, um, I've, I've, you know, I, I have really bad uh, ringing in my ear at the moment, but I could have, honestly, I could have had that the whole time and never noticed it. It's just that I yeah. notice it now because everything's muted. Um, and he's like, mm-hmm, yep, yep. So he's not even paying attention to me, you know. Right, because he already knows. The <laughs> he already knows what the problem he, he is. He, he, he put it out for another yeah. seven, so he feels like he got three hundred worth. That's it. I'm thinking I'm going fucking deaf or something at this point yeah. because. Uh, you know, so on one hand, I'm driving home and I'm thinking, well, I'm pretty happy about this because it turns out that it's just some random kind of weird cold, like, you know, it's a weird thing that I've picked up from the baby book of Bumper Baby who's yeah. just been bringing diseases into the house fucking constantly. And you know what? He didn't even prescribe me anything. He's just like, yeah, give it six weeks. It'll clear up. It'll go away. It'll go away on its own. I'm like, right. Okay. So on one hand, I'm happy about that. But then I get home and I tell the lady books about it. And she's like, so why didn't the fucking doctor know this? <laughs> she's not oh, Sherry. <laughs> why did, but all he did was stick a thing in my ear and look and go, pop your ear. And he goes, yeah, I can uh, see the fluid in there. I can see it. So if you, all you had to do was look, <laughs> why did I have to? Well, that, well, let's go back and literally fucking step back into but our this is, But this is why I'm, I'm saying. This is, ago, but this is what I'm say saying. The exact thing you needed to do. I'm like, no, no, all you do is look in my ear, tell me what the issue <laughs> is, and then leave. <laughs> But this exactly is what I'm what saying. I said fucking three minutes ago. Now, maybe this is where experience comes into play because I feel like an older doctor might have seen this before and wouldn't okay. have panicked and said, oh, obviously yeah. you're going deaf. You need to have a yeah. series of very expensive tests, you know, mm-hmm. to, in order to determine the cause of your deafness. Maybe an old doctor would go, yeah, yeah, hang on a sec. Just let me have a look in there. <laughs> There's a story. I like stories yeah. about pinatas. I'm not going deaf after all. It's weird the little tests they can do though. Like um, post op, when I have my my checkup, mm. doctors are like, uh, all right, and literally just put like a small little thing, put his hand somewhere, and made me do like either say a word or cough. I forget which one it was. And he's like, okay, yep, do it again. Do it cough again, is do it usually again. when they stick things in your ass, they get you yeah, to cough. Just touching my belly, and um. And then he's like, okay, uh, you've got fluid there and there. And I'm like, how, how do you know? All you do is fucking touch it and yeah. go, oh, do cough or say this word. The fluid whisperer, know. yeah. The fluid is like, yeah, no, there's fluid in there. That'll go away, blah, 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 blah. All right, like, at least check. Happy days, let's move on. Yeah. Um, See, the, the thing is. What you're hearing, though, that's the positive. Let's yeah, say, well, it will come back, yeah. Um, the thing is, though, doctors argue all the time. Like, most people think that medicine is like this kind of, like it's some kind of uh, unquestionable, like everyone everyone involved in medicine like sings from the same hymn sheet. It's just not fucking true. 
Like we've had experiences where, you know, our pediatricians, for example, and our GP, they'll give us the exact opposite advice, you know? And like the special, like our pediatrician will be like, you know, the baby booger bumper baby, you know, the GP will be like, oh, this is very bad for the baby booger bumper baby, you know, mm. blah, 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 blah. And they'll refer you to a specialist and the specialist says, oh, this is very bad. And then you're like, you know what, maybe we should see uh, this pediatrician, see what he thinks. And yeah. we've had an experience where the pediatrician has gone, so did the, um, this specialist that you talk about, is this, you know, Dr. Such and Such? And we'll go, yeah. And he'll go, yeah. He always over, he always over fucking compensates. Like, it's like, what is, hang on, how many referrals are you getting from this guy now? You he's know? on the take. Yeah, he's on, on the take, totally. But at least the pediatrician is like, no, no, we know this guy. He always overdiagnoses and makes it worse and it actually is. She's yeah. fine. She's perfect. Don't worry about She'll it. She'll be right. Yeah. She's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, mate? You may as well go back to which doctory at this point. What's at this point, yeah, it's What's a bit of a flip of a coin. That's why I really. said, give me, give me the leech guy. Yeah. How bad can well, it be? And once again, all the more reason that to not go to the doctor. Yeah, <laughs> ever. You really yeah. need to. Um, very good. There you go. That's my very story. Yeah. I like stories yeah, about pinatas. We probably just start the rundown at some point, I guess. Well, I'll just, we'll kick it off. We'll, we'll do what you got to do, and then we'll get out of here by the end of three quarter time. How about that? We've been going. Oh, sounds good. We've been going for forty five uh, minutes. So you yeah. got, you've got a story, don't you? What's your story? Yeah, well, not story time. I got a nice Gary, if I can. Nice Gary. Um, nice, it's a nice Gary. Gary. Now it was about eight weeks ago. Now uh, I made comment about the uh, the air freshener that the the lady green yes. I purchased. It's not like a rough. That's right. Time was a little bit down on it because I didn't know how I felt. I was a little bit conflicted having my bathroom smell like uh, golden rum. Yeah, so I don't I know if it. I like getting hungry whilst I'm taking a shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's not ideal. It's not what I want. Um, uh, but so I was a little bit torn on it. And it was only this week when I was doing the shopping list and I realised that oh, I better get a new air freshener because this one's just run out. I reflected back on my hand. I spoke about that on the show six weeks ago. I must have had that air freshener for four weeks. I got ten, 10 weeks out of the, the golden rough air freshener. Really? That needs a, that needs a fucking nice Gary. Okay. Can you show me another air freshener that lasts nice ten weeks? Gary. Without a refill. Without a refill. The golden rough air freshener is fucking isn't there for the wind. So that I don't know. I've never been a big air freshener guy. I like I like my little scented candles and, and uh stuff like that. We've got um uh, we've got the what are the things uh, it's a bowl with some smelly shit and it's the sticks that come Pope, out of them. Oh you the know pot-pourri. that oil shit, Greeno. Yeah, the oil what's got that, that thing happening in there. Yeah. As well. I don't know what that does because it still smells terrible. You know what? You can't go wrong with it. You know, in certain situations, like let's say you have a little curry the night before, Greener. You can't go wrong with just a bit of Glen 20, can you? You know, just let's just fill the air with aerosol. Yeah. And just kill. Let's not only kill the germs, but oxygen and anything living in the room as well. You know, some air fresheners you need to just spray in there and then you walk in the next day and the plant is fucking dead that's sitting yeah. on the sink. You know, it's like, all right, we've 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 got rid of the smell. It's going to be... We've done our job, yeah. We, we've polluted that. Um, you know what, I've heard a life hack, Greeno. You put some uh, coffee grounds in there, apparently. In what? In I the mean, toilet? Yeah. Like, I don't know how they do it. They, they do something to the coffee grounds, like old coffee grounds or something. So you have that uh, kind of coffee smell. Because you know how okay. you always have to take a shit when you have coffee? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they do something where, I, I can't remember exactly, but they do something to the coffee grounds and they put that in there and it's kind of like a nice coffee smell in the toilet, Greener. 
Well, the, the coffee's already causing the problem. Yeah, but it, it's just encouraging. It's just like a. It's, it's like a balance. It's like, like a fast lane. It. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of balancing itself. Going, the coffee's sitting <laughs> in here, and the coffee's going to take care of the odor while you're here. Yeah. Um, good work. I don't right. mind it. Homemade but, coffee potpourri. I think you know. Right. Google it. See what see what you come I'll up. With. I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nice Gary there to to the Golden Rough Spray. Nice Gary. Um, let's do a little bit of multitasking hero, Damo. I yeah. saw this on the Twitter feed uh, throughout the course of the week. And we always like trying to find, well, uh, all of us, we're, we try and get as much accomplished as we possibly can. Mm. Um, generally not whilst driving, though. Um, and we saw this pop up last oh, week. I don't know about that. I've, I've experienced, I've both been involved with and been a passenger. I've been, I've been both a driver and a passenger of multitasking whilst driving. The best that I've done personally is when I first got my truck driver's license, I was 19 because back then you didn't. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I don't think you can even have a full license until you're like 21. But I got uh, in, I got in like yeah, a few months. Right? Yeah, I got in like three months before the rules I was changed. saying I was like that last window before you had yes. to go like L's, P's and the straight license. How and lucky were like, we? L's, then green peas or red peas for two years, then yeah, green no. peas for two years. No. Yeah. I think I had L's for six months and then peas for a year, and then I was full license bank yeah, straight away license. as like an 18-year-old yeah. or 17 yeah. and a half or whatever it fucking was. And so, and then I had to wait like another six months and then I could go and get my truck license. So I truck was like, license. I was yeah. like an 18-year-old driving a truck and it was my yeah. first truck driving job and I was doing removals at the time, Greener. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't know if you're familiar, if, if you're out there in the audience and you've worked in removals, you know this. There are two things that is true about working in removals. One, you'll be working with a lot of Pacific Islanders who call you Cuzzy all day. Hey, yep. Cuzzy bro, <laughs> hey, Cuzzy bro, 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 Cuzzy bro. There was a guy who worked there who literally was, his name was Cuzzy Bro. It, 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 they even put Cuzzy Bro on his pay slip. That's how many yep. people called him fucking Cuzzy Bro. <laughs> okay, Cuzzy Bro. There was a guy, another guy there named Coco, okay, because he yeah. called everyone Coco, so therefore he was Coco. And yeah. So the Cuzzy Bro, Coco, and a lot of Islanders, so a lot of Pacific Islanders who, yeah, how you going, bro? You, bro, bro, yeah. bro. And. The other, you know, the other demograph that's involved in removals, Greeno, is 50-year-old white alcoholics. Nice, yeah. Gary. Old alcoholic dudes. And so this was my first truck driving job, and I'm surrounded by big drinking fucking islanders and big drinking <laughs> alcoholic 50-year-old men. And, yeah. you know, the 50-year-old men would actually drink the big islanders under the table because they've got experience, Greeno. Yeah, they got, yeah, they got that liver damage that uh, takes care of business. Yeah, yeah they're they're just piss, they just piss blood. It comes straight out, you know. <laughs> straight out, yeah, no mucking about. Mate, I would, I would show up there at 6 in the morning and they'd already be a six-pack in, like just yeah. sitting in the car park waiting for the gate to open. They'd already have six in their belt, under their yeah. belt. And it's like, we haven't even started yet. You know, I'm having a coffee and these guys are drinking six. So I remember in that job driving my first truck driving job, you know, Parramatta Road, the old Parramatta Road, how awful it was and how tired it is. Well, so still I'm, gridlock now. Still gridlock. And but especially no what time of day, that that that, uh, that particular road has a magical talent. I've just been gridlocked all the time. Day, yeah. No matter what time. I've driven early morning, mid morning, yeah. weekends, mid weekdays, school holidays, public holidays, no matter what time it is, two in the morning, yeah. three in the afternoon. Every minute of the day, gridlock. It's actually changed a lot now since they opened up all the tunnels and stuff under the city. So it's probably not as bad. Yeah, it's not as bad now. But back then it was just gridlocked all the time. And Mm. trucks, 
when you were driving a truck on Parramatta Road, because the lanes are so small, because Sydney was designed for horse and carts in the fucking 1700s, right? Mm. So all of our roads are incredibly tight and small and one way. It's impossible to drive around Sydney if you don't, if you're not from here. And even if you're from here, you could live here your whole life and get lost in Sydney. No problem. Like people do it Mm -hmm. all the time. So, you know, you're driving around and the fucking, it's so tight. You're in a truck. You would have to, if there were three trucks, there'd be three lanes on Parramatta Road. If there are three trucks, then you would have to kind of dodge around the mirrors of the other truck if one lane was moving faster than the other. And by doing so, you're at risk of hitting the car that's in the lane next to you whilst you're dodging the mirror. It was fucking ridiculous. So uh, I would remember driving as an 18-year-old. I reckon I had my license for like two weeks at this point. And I was, I had a long neck of, it was 9.30 in the morning. I had a long neck of beer between my legs and rolling a cigarette whilst I was changing yeah. gears on a fucking Parramatta Road. So that was one of them. Nice, Gary. And then, of course. No, no, I can recall similar. This is back when I used to sleep Maccas was, yeah, smashing, driving a manual, smashing a Big Mac in one hand, mm-hmm. cigarette in the other. Yep. And drink between the knees yes. and still driving somehow. And once again, on P-plates. Yeah, of course, um, yeah. <laughs> Probably not the smartest move. So there was multitasking involved. We also have we also have the obligatory uh, drinking whiskey whilst getting head whilst driving. That was of course something that happened. uh, You know, as an eighteen, nineteen year old. If you haven't done that, you haven't lived. I'm sorry. You haven't lived. Yeah. Yeah. Straight out of the bottle whiskey, getting head at the same time, (laughs) driving in traffic. You know, have a go at that, kids. If you're out there, if you're listening on. And uh, I do remember once being. Do you remember Jolly Greeno? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He was driving, and I was a passenger on this occasion, and we were all smoking bongs, obviously, mm. and his, he borrowed his mum's car, which was a little, do you remember the Mazda 121, that tiny yeah, little, they used Mazda to call it the Jelly Bean? The yeah, jelly yeah, bean yeah, I remember that one. He's like, it's all good, boys. I borrowed my mum's car. There was nine of us in this car. Okay. <laughs> this, this one, two, one. I can barely fit two in general in that car. <laughs> That's it. So he was driving. I was in the passenger seat because I was the tallest. And there yeah. were seven guys in the back. So you had four sitting, two sitting on the four, and then one guy was laying across them with his feet out of one window and his head sticking out the other in the back seat. So anyway, you can see the Oh, mate. Fuck. To be young again, hey? To not give a fuck. To be young and not care about the consequences. That's it. Now uh, I'm driving around with the baby booger bumper baby in the back and I'm like, slow down, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. But like 90% of my conversations in the car are like, are you buckled in? Are we buckled in? We're right. We're all right. Okay, be comfortable. Everything's all Everyone's right. safe all right. back there. Yep. Got your seatbelts uh, on. Uh, yeah. Let's go five, five kilometers under the speed limit, I think. Those kind of situations. <laughs> Um, yeah, similar back in the day, it was like, how many people can I squeeze? Because only like four guys in high school had their car. Or everyone had their license, but only like yeah. four or five people would have their car, yeah. like have a car. Yeah. Not, like not everyone had a job. Not everyone had parents who could buy them a car. So okay. it was always that little bit of a balance in high school. So it was like, oh, okay, we've got to get 20 people down to Burger King. We've only got four, uh, like three <laughs> how cars. How are we going to do this? <laughs> All right, we need guys in the boot. We need... <laughs> No one gets left behind. It's like a war zone. Yeah, you'll be all right. We'll get down there. Um, But this is a bit of Molly's asking from uh, the old neck of the woods uh, race to be. Um, This is from the MacArthur Facebook notice board. And you you get some good stuff on there. Uh, To the parents of the red, of course, it's red P-plate. Red P-plate female driver in the light blue Honda Jazz. Very small car, very reminiscent of the uh, The Mazda 121. 
Uh, on Camden Bypass just before 11 a.m. on a Saturday. So it's 11 a.m. on a Saturday. 11 a.m. Saturday. So are they up for, like, are they starting Saturday early or are they finishing Friday late? We don't know. Exactly. To, to be determined. Uh, please remind her to safe uh, of safe driving. Yeah, Driving she whilst was, drinking a milkshake yeah. or whatever. Now, we yeah. know, Greeno, if you, now, when you see a pea plater drinking a Macca's thick shake, you have yeah. to assume that there's vodka in it, okay? There's, yeah, there's not, it's not actually a thick shake. It's That's, not yeah, actually it's, a thick shake. It's always a mixed drink. This is a well-known thing from our time back when we were kids, okay? Yeah. It's probably a vodka drink of some description. Yeah. You just put it in a Macca's thick shake cup so nobody asks you any fucking questions, okay? Yeah, it's not an open container. <laughs> That's right. That's it. <laughs> so driving whilst drinking, we we know all the tricks, kids. Okay? Yeah, We've been there, we've done it. Vodka, orange or whatever. We fucking invented um, the tricks. What are you talking about, yeah. okay? <laughs> we invented this shit. Driving whilst drinking a milkshake or whatever, whilst playing her boyfriend's phone and allowing him to motorboat her whilst doing well in excess of her 90 kilometres an hour. No! Can we just give a little nice Gary to the boyfriend too? Going yeah. in for the motorboat? The motorboat. So know. she's driving on his phone, drinking the thick shake or whatever, which is clearly not yeah. a thick shake, probably a vodka drink of some description. And yeah. he's the passenger. Now, now you would think that, you know, the chivalrous gentleman would say, babe, you've had too much. Let me drive you home, baby. Yeah. yeah. No, no, he's busy. He's got shit to do. No, he's, he's going to rub his face in some titties, Greta. <laughs> he's now, doing. Uh, question, question for you. Um, where where is he positioned? Because if he's in the passenger seat, does it count as a motorboat if you're going across? Uh, good question. Yeah, I guess. It, yeah, yeah. I, I assumed you have to be kind of in the middle, right? Uh, no, I think the motorboat is just the noise you make. It's like okay. <laughs> yeah, so that can be done done one boob doesn't need to be two doesn't need to be middle. It can be horizontal. Uh, Group. Yeah. The chat. Maybe her What's titties. Maybe her titties are big enough that he can kind of cup them and hold them Get up. Under, maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of push them up a little bit and then motorboat in whatever direction he wants. You know. Yeah. Maybe he could put one on top of the other and then motorboat side on. Greener. Side on. Yeah. Could have. Could have moved him across. That's yeah. Fair could have been a saggy titty tea plater. Yeah. Uh, they are out there. Uh, whilst doing in excess of 90 kilometers an hour, she was pulling away from me as we reached 90, then 100. So this guy admits he was speeding too. Okay. No, 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 because they're a people at us. They're capped at 90, and you can do 100. Ah, can you? Not yeah, staying. Yeah, yeah. People oh. do 90, anyone else can do 100. Right. Not so. Well, that's uh, obviously that's not a rule that anyone sticks to, clearly. No, because what ends up happening is people honk you because mm. you're doing like 80 or 90 in a 110 zone. That's I'm right. I'm to speed up. I'm like, well, I can't. Then, then it's actually more dangerous for you to do the speed limit than not do the speed limit. Yeah. So you're like, well, if I do 100, I'm, I'm causing less issue because I'm going at the same speed as everyone, not 20 kilometers slower in the left-hand lane. I've actually said for a long time that ultra-defensive driving is actually far more dangerous than ultra-aggressive driving. So... Yeah, yeah, it's a fine as, line. As like, someone who was a professional a, driver. Someone's doing 180. Well, no, like, as someone that's, that's who was a professional stuff. driver for a long time driving, like, big, heavy trucks and stuff, trust oh, me. Oh, you're going to be slamming the brakes on quick. Yeah, no, no. I, I, much, I much prefer someone, like, whizzing past me than someone sitting in front of me who's doing unpredictable things like braking too early and stuff. I yeah, don't like that happening. Uh, I saw yeah. two separate drivers yelling to her on the M5 <laughs> to drive safely to which she would jump on the brakes in the far right lane, obstructing the flow of traffic as shown from the passenger seat of our car, 
slow down and then speed up to overtake both drivers is so dangerous, as well as doing 110 kilometers an hour when she should be doing 90 kilometers at best. We've had far too many youth die on local roads. Oh, fucking play a violin. Nice game. Uh, skip, skip all that because there's nothing amusing there. I like this bit though. And please I would hate help her. <laughs> yeah. Please, please help. help her learn so she doesn't become such an awful statistic. Now, imagine that conversation. Like, you think she doesn't know that it's probably not a smart idea to drive whilst drinking drinking yeah. a milkshake? Of course she knows. Vodka. The thing is, she doesn't uh, care. Play it on a phone and be a motorboat. Golly, I, I don't think this is a learning moment. It's not a learning opportunity, Greeno. You think? No, I think this is a. I think it's just a general behavioural thing that uh, is probably not going to be rectified anytime soon. This is the thing: kids know that it's dangerous. That's why they're doing it. They're doing it. Yeah, they know it's dangerous. The difference is they don't care. When you get yeah. older, you start to care more about doing care. dangerous things. You start to face your mortality. And That's you start right. Thinking about those things. That's right. But when you're young, you just don't care. You know it's dangerous, but you don't care. So. Yeah. You know, that's the way it goes. So, so uh, nice, Gary. Yeah, that's very really nice, really Gary. Nice, yeah. Gary. Well done. Well done, young young lady. Fantastic. Um, Honda Jazz, I'm surprised the Honda Jazz could get up to 110 k's an hour, though. To be honest. Yeah, that's where I was like, yeah, someone's, what a someone's piece of shit. a little bit here. There's no way that Honda Jazz gets 110. Yeah. <laughs> you get rocket fuel in that thing, it's not getting to 110. Yeah. Um, Oh, we've got to show this one, Greeno. This is fantastic. Is this the sexist block? This is sexist block, Greeno. Oh, hang on a minute. We've got a, got a sound bite for that. Misogynists and chauvinists and sexists. This is, this is footy time. Uh, footy finals fever day, mo. And mm. it also means it's time for a little bit of club prezos. People like before the finals or if yep. the season's finished. One of the biggest clubs there. in the NRL, the Newcastle Knights, Greeno. Huge club, uh, huge following, huge fan base, a lot yeah. of history. They made the finals this year, so they're just kind of like, oh, let's get the presentation night out of the way early yep. and, uh, and then focus on the finals. And uh, there's a report claiming that the CEO of the Newcastle Knights did a little speech, decided to do some material up there nice. on the podium. And look, whenever, uh, like, uh, you haven't, well, you've only worked corporate for about a year, a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been in corporate a long time, and whenever a CEO or any kind of upper management gets a microphone, oh, they, get, they, get a bit of a, they get a bit of a sniff of Seinfeld about them. They're just like, oh, what's They the think deal? it's their opportunity to dazzle the, the audience with their wit and humor. Yeah, just because you've got a microphone doesn't mean you need to joke. And then you have the sicker fans who laugh along with it. Oh, God, then, how pathetic. Yeah. It's, it's very pathetic. It, it's very reminiscent of, you know, politicians and, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, look, good on Phil for at least, you know, Sticking to the the stereotype of what a CEO does when they they get a microphone in front of them because he's like I'm going to make a few remarks because at a presentation like, no one I want to hear from yeah I want to hear from the fucking CEO Damo yeah. I want to hear from the big at a footy presentation no yes right. uh, <laughs> what do you have to say I love this he said a good speech should be like a woman a woman's skirt. Long enough to cover the subject, but short enough to keep you interested. I don't have well a done. fucking problem with that. I think that's great. Of yeah. course I don't have a problem. I think it's a good line. It's a good line. It's a good line. Someone wrote that for him, I guarantee it. I reckon that's Phil's line. Uh, it sounds like an old thing. It sounds like something my old man would have said, you know? Like, yeah, it's, it's something that's been around the CEO club. Sounds like something one of the old fucking uh, removalists I used to work with would have said when they were pissed at six in the morning, yeah. Greeno. You know? 
Apparently they didn't go down too well. Uh, no, of I, I, I call I call horseshit on that because I guarantee yeah. it's a bunch it's a bunch of footy bozzy woofy blokey maybe blokey body. Um, they would have fucking found that hysterical. Yeah. I guarantee it. Um, I tell you what though, we're not far away from you know, sexism isn't being erased. It's just being reversed. I think. Yeah. We are not far away from girls like just slapping guys on the ass in the office. You know. Saying, "Look, hey, check you out, sweet cheeks," and the guys, yeah. the guys can't say anything back to them because that would be sexist. But the yeah. girls are like, "Yeah, he's a honey," you know, we stuff like that. that. It's already happening, you know, to an extent. Uh, can we can we put this side by side though? Let's let's hmm. let's be real. So I know this is. Why would you want to comment. be real on this show? No, no, no. Phil, Phil made a comment, right? Now you you got the option. You can you can take Phil's comment, or. Uh, you can deal with footy players gang raping. Which <laughs> which one do you think is the lesser of these two evils? Yeah, if you've got to pick one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably f- picking Phil. Gang rape? Man Speaking yeah. of rape, did you hear about that guy from the 70s show? Yeah, Scientology cover-up. Um, well, apparently. For many a year. I don't, I, don't, I don't have any. I'm so cynical that I don't have any faith in you know any anything basically <laughs> anymore. So, you know. I'm like, it's nice to start seeing some of these uh, Hollywood weeks uh, who've obviously been doing this this stuff for a lot of years. Start well, I read the story though, and I'm like, because eh, it, it was the it was a thing like, oh, he dr- he spiked our drink, and you know, yeah, and but, Cosby, but yeah, but they were all his girlfriends at the time, so that's kind of weird, isn't it? Why would you need to rape your girlfriend, Greeno? Um, well, because he's obviously a criminal. He's fucked in the head. Like, well, why? Obviously. It's no different to kind of like, like how many women throw themselves at like at Cosby in his prime and whatnot. Like, yeah, but how many women make false allegations as well? There's a bunch, but there's also a lot of fucking true allegations that don't really get get touched on. So I've um, I've read stuff where it's like you know where girls say that they were drugged. Um, you know, they do toxicology reports, and turns out they just had too much alcohol. Like, there's plenty of that stuff going around as well. So I'm not saying either way. I don't know, like, if he did it or not. No one really knows if he did or not because it was, like, 20 years ago. So there's no evidence. So there's really... There must be enough evidence because they just sent him away from 30 to life. Well, no, no, but they they admit in the court case that there is... I'm not saying he's innocent, but I'm saying I'm just so cynical of everything that they admit in the court case there is no drug report. There is no toxicology report. There is no actual physical evidence that they were drugged. So it's 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 a it's a he said she said situation, and he's been you know he's been thrown away, but he was quite confident apparently by all the reports I read because he's going to appeal it and, and he'll probably get out. So it's like, oh, wait, wait well, yeah, but I just thought, well, you know, isn't it funny for that guy on the seventies show to um, be you know arrested for rape and thrown in prison because back in the seventies it was all rape, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> everyone was drugged, weren't they? So, hey. Full circle. Yeah, everything comes. Everything comes full circle yet again. So, well, so it does come full circle, Damo. Hmm. Uh, Americans and guns—they love the guns. And you know, just when I think America can't get more America, hmm. come across a story that's just like America, like hmm. peak, peak America. Which story um, are you referring to? Which one are we? Got? Uh, the, Ryan Kinnell. Oh, um, being on fat people. Being yes. on fat people, Damo. No, now, uh, there was a little bit of an incident. Went under the radar a couple of weeks back, where at the Chicago White Sox game, there was like a shooting. You know, like that should be big as if news. That, why would a shooting in Chicago be big news, Greeno? No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
people are like, oh, this is, this is outrageous, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, there's metal detectors at, like, at there. I don't understand. How, how did she get into the stadium with a gun? And it turns out the, the, the woman hid the gun under her belly fat. Fuck yeah. Prior to the shooting. That is peak, so, that's peak again, America, Greeno. As right I said, that's, that's, that's America, that one. Uh, this, um, is why, this is why we love you, America, for shit like this. Yeah. Hiding, we'll, hiding we'll, guns. She's she's packing heat in her belly fat, yeah. Greeno. <laughs> exactly. At all spots, you're just like, where can I put this? I can put it in the bag. I can put it in the handbag. I can yeah. put it in the pocket. I can, I can put it in, like, the, the back of the pants, uh, like an old school kind of cop from an 80s movie. No, no, no. Whack it under the belly fat. <laughs> um, Quick little story time for you. Stories about pinatas. Many, many years ago, my mum used to work for a supermarket. She was like an undercover supermarket cop, basically. And her job was to walk around and look for people who were stealing shit from the supermarket. Yeah. And she, told, she used to keep like an old file of all of her old... Because every time she caught someone and, you know, mm-hmm. took them up to the office for shoplifting, she'd have to write out a report for it. And she yep. actually kept this old file full of these reports. And when I was like 15 or 16, she, she was like, look, do you want to laugh? And I'm like, yeah. She showed me this old file of all the reports. And I spent like a few days going through and reading all of these old reports yep. of people's shoplifting. And one of the ones I came across and she got, I got her to tell me the story. She was walking around and she walked past this little old lady. And this little old lady, when she walked past, she was squeaking. And I'm like, what do you mean she was squeaking? And she's like, so when she was walking, she was like, I'm like, what do you mean? Like a shoes? And she goes, yeah, that's what I thought, but no, not a shoes. And she's like, so I followed her around for the aisles, through the aisles a little bit. And <laughs> anyway, long story short, she took her up to the office and it turned out that she had uh, packets of mints between her thighs, Greener. And when she was walking, the the mitts were squeaking between her thighs. So she was trying to get away with... So what she was doing was taking meat off the shelf and sticking it up under under her skirt, like right up next to her vagine. And when she was walking, she couldn't avoid the sound of the the glad wrap on the the meat packet squeaking between her thighs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's... Now... Uh, did you say that means it was still in a packet though? Yes, still in a packet. Yeah. Uh, very good. Uh, very good. I was worried. I thought maybe she'd go into like the deli. I wonder if they put it back uh, on the shelf after they caught her. Yeah. What do you, what do, you do with that? Surely. Like you ain't got to disinfect that. Well, once it's, it's packaged, <laughs> do you not have faith in your own packaging? You know? No. Not should at be all. fine. It might be a little warm though. Yeah. I don't want that uh, in, anywhere near yeah. my shopping cart to be fair. Yeah. Um, but not scary to the old lady. Yeah. Um, on the plus side, at least she wasn't stealing the dog food. No, well, she was that's stealing true. Food. Yeah. Very good. You know, times are tough when you're stealing dog food rather than just buying it and eating it. You know. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> real tough times. Yeah. Um, let's do a few stat man, sir. Let's start with the accused stat, stat man, man and, then, and then we'll get the, the hell out of here. And then we'll get the Mariner stat man's in uh, on a as per the request. That was a request. The the Mariner stat man's. Um, but Ronald Acuna Jr. hits a grand slam for his 30th home run of the season. He's the first player in Major League history to, with at least 30 homers and 60 stolen bases in a season. Now, no one's ever done it before. He did it before September. There you go. So well done there to Ronald Acuna Jr. Shohei now, didn't had... even do it. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't steal as many bags. He could though. Next year, look out when he can't pitch. When he can't pitch, he's going to focus on other areas of his game. On running, <laughs> yeah, he'll be, the next he'll be driving guy. the fucking team bus as well. Yeah, exactly. 
Now, we had uh, a friend of the show, Dr. Climate Abortion, reach Dr. out. Dr. Climate Abortion, like, one of my favourite names ever on the internet. <laughs> and he's like, boys, you do stat mans, you've never put any Mariner stat mans. And I'm like, well, to be fair, it's normally like show yeah, A and Mariners. that's about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Obviously. But I'm like, well, if, if our fans, we've only got six of them. So if our fans request, then we shall provide. So... Thankfully, there was a shit ton of Mariners Statman that happened in the last couple of weeks. Mariners set a new franchise record with their 21st win in a calendar month. Okay. Now, here's the moment. Underneath, history has been made at T-Mobile Park. There you go, Minions hitting the save. Now, think about this. Never been done by the Mariners before. They hold the record for most wins ever in a season with 116. Do they really? Yet in that record-breaking season, they never had 21 wins in a month. Really? Crazy to think. I, I'm surprised they hold the record for the most wins in a season. I thought I would have just assumed it'd be like the Red Sox or the Yankees or, you know, something. No, like it's uh, the two. Well, they didn't win the World Series the year that they did. Um, yeah. uh, I think they got knocked out second round. 2001 Mariners with the, the all time record. So, wow, um, what a waste that, that was, hey? It really was, yeah. Um, be clearly the best team and not win it must be more heartbreaking than being the worst it happens, team. It happens a lot in baseball though, because it's just it's a fifty-fifty flip yeah. of the coin. Like when you get to the postseason, it's luck of the draw. So yeah. um, unlucky there. Uh, Julio Rodriguez has had an unbelievable month. Uh, five four-plus hit games are the most by a player in a ten-game span since nineteen hundred. Okay, so he did something that hasn't been done since nineteen hundred. Julio Rodriguez. Uh, we've also got he reached 50 home runs in his 256 career game, the fewest games ever to reach 50 home runs by a Mariner. Now, you don't think, like, oh, you know, it's only one team, blah, blah, blah. The Mariners have had two of the greatest home run hitters in history in Alex Rodriguez and uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Mm. in their lineup as rookies. So he's done something that those two players, that one's in the Hall of Fame, one would be if he wasn't a drug cheat. Drug cheat. Uh, <laughs> Has been achieved. So well done there. To Just a question, Greeno. Do you think your chances are better of getting in the Hall of Fame for either baseball or American football if you are either a gang rapist or a drug cheat? Which do you think you have a better chance at? Oh, definitely the the rapist. That's rapist. That's all fine. Yeah, yeah. Dog yeah. fighter was fine. Obviously, dog fighter's fine. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all good. The gang rapist, well, you'll get in the Hall of Fame. Drug cheat, no. Yeah, you'll be celebrating. Yeah, uh, again, I bring it back early. to my, my you know, long-held belief that we should just legalise all performance-enhancing drugs in sport and just be done with it, just get over it. Yeah. Just get over this ridiculous kind of facade <laughs> that we all have that we want sports to be pure because it's not, it won't be, it never will be, so let's embrace let's embrace harder. the drugs. Yeah, get yeah. on board. Yeah. All right, that's a nice way to end it. Okay. Uh, embrace the drugs, yeah. Uh, there's no plugs because we don't plug anything right. and uh, we'll, we'll health permitting health permitting yeah. we'll see you guys next week bye bye we'll always be bosom buddies friends sisters and pals we'll Always be bosom buddies If life should reject you There's me to protect you If I say that your tongue is vicious If I call you uncouth It's simply that Who else but a bosom buddy Will sit down and tell 